0: Welcome back to Relationships at Work, the leadership guide to creating a workplace we love. As usual, I'm your host, Russell Lolliker. I'm a communications and leadership nerd with a couple of decades of experience in both of those areas. But I also have, and something that's kept me going over the years, curiosity. It's what's built this particular show, and it's certainly what keeps me coming back to learn so much more from our amazing guests, and to share with you and engage with you about this topic of employee experience and workplace culture and engagement and communication. We have so much to talk about, and this show is a great resource to get you started if you're one of those leaders that wants to make things a little bit better. Every week on the show, I talk with a global or local leader on topics that are there to help us improve the workplace. We've tackled topics like negativity, activism, burnout, mental health, imposter syndrome, Um, collecting employee ideas, diversity, belonging. And now, as an added bonus, I'll be sharing an additional episode pulled from the pages of our weekly Raw Notes, which you can still subscribe to. Uh, Those drop every Thursday, and so does this episode. It's just a quick, valuable bit of information on top of our regular show. So the Raw Note I'm passing on to you this week is called Don't Dismiss dismissive behavior, especially when it's ours. Tell me if this sounds familiar. A large to medium sized staff meeting is underway. Leadership at some level is explaining a new initiative or an idea that they're either really excited about or understand that it's the next step in whatever the team or teams are working on, so it, it needs to be communicated to the larger group. Those same leaders assume that when the open dialogue portion of the meeting comes up, that the dialogue will be focused on the topic of the day. That all questions will be due to curiosity around the next new step, but that's not always what happens. Instead, someone or someones decide that since they have this opportunity, they would like to share some frustrations around problems they've seen and experienced over the last weeks, months, sometimes even years. That though this new initiative, whatever it might be, sounds great, that there are long-standing issues that still haven't been addressed and might even make it harder for them to be confident in this quote-unquote exciting new step because their experience has not necessarily been a positive one. So they share to everybody. Does this sound familiar? Relatable? Relatable? Whether we ourselves have been that individual or not, it does happen. I personally have seen it at various places that I've worked. So what is a leader's role here? From the stance of employee engagement and workplace culture, what is a leader to do? Today I want to talk about one way they shouldn't. Not so long ago I had a conversation with a leader, whom I'm a big fan of, where they used the term venting to dismiss that type of passionately verbalized frustration by that employee at the staff meeting. And I quote, their exact words were, ah, they were just venting. I'm sure she didn't mean to be dismissive, but that is exactly what she was putting on in full display with those words. Just venting. In that moment, she labeled to other leaders and other employees that that unfiltered, frustrated, truth-to-power, vulnerable feedback was something, something they didn't need to take seriously. It was just venting. Words to be put in a box and placed on a shelf is something not as important as the feedback shared through channels and tones that they, leaders, might find more accepting and formal and probably not as public. I know I'm singling out this one exchange, but I've seen it a lot over my career. And I think this this terminology, this venting language, it needs to stop. This is not a great example of leadership or demonstrating supporting employees. So instead of being dismissive, let's be curious. Maybe ask questions like, what led them to be so frustrated? Who is their current leader, and why does this individual not feel comfortable vocalizing these concerns to them? And why did they think this public forum was the best way to share their concerns? Are they not being listened in their own team? We need to ask why, and what led to that person's frustrated feedback? Because when leaders use dismissive language and communicate in that way, it communicates other things that we may not be intending, like... That when employees are being passionate and caring, it doesn't really matter. We talk about inclusivity. So when people communicate differently, when they're passionate differently, and it doesn't align with our quote unquote professionalism or ways in which we're comfortable with, that doesn't mean we shouldn't accept it and treat it as valuable. We're also communicating that it's not psychologically safe to share your truth to power or challenge the status quo because here they are in the middle of a large group literally doing that and we're dismissing it with our language and possibly our actions based on that. We're also communicating that bad leadership or at least those direct reports that should be listening and championing their employees is the culture. If we just dismiss this kind of frustration, then we're saying that, We're not interested in addressing it, fixing it, listening to it. So we need to stop using dismissive language. We need to be more empathetic and compassionate. So I'm going to share with you a few things that we can do, that we can be a little bit more proactive in doing to stop using dismissive language. First out of the gate, reflect and become aware of our own language. We need to take time to reflect on the words and phrases that we commonly use, because I'm sure just venting is not the first time those words came out of anybody's mouth. So we have to pay attention to whether any of those phrases or words come across as dismissive or condescending. Ask others if you need to. Second, let's practice some empathy here. Put yourself in the shoes of the person you are communicating with. So if you said you're just venting to the person that was venting, How do you think that would come across? Consider how your words might be perceived and how they would impact the other person's feelings or self-esteem. Another thing we need to look at is choosing positive language. Let's think to default to using words that are affirming, supportive, validating. Encourage open dialogue, actively listen to other perspectives. And that comes with not using dismissive language. Ask for feedback. Look for feedback from colleagues, friends, or family about your communication style. Hey, when I said just venting, what did you think? And try not to surround yourself with the same people over and over again. Surround yourself with diverse people with different perspectives. Because if you just surround yourself with the same people, they may think like you. And that doesn't help leadership at all. So getting that diverse feedback can actually help identify dismissive language patterns that you might not even be aware of. And last, I think we as leaders really need to take responsibility for the words we use, the tone we use, because if we catch ourselves using dismissive language, we need to understand that that's on us, then apologize if necessary, and then make a conscious effort to improve in the future. Let's step away from using dismissive language. If we really want to create a workplace we love, we need it to be psychologically safe. We need people to be able to be open and comfortable in speaking their mind. Dismissive language is actually a barrier to that. So how we respond and the language we use in those instances, like the one I demonstrated, like the one I gave an example of, demonstrates how we value those employee relationships we have and the kind of culture that we're perpetuating. So let's try to be less dismissive and more intentional and especially more curious. And that'll do it for another mini episode of Relationships at Work, The Leadership Guide to Creating a Workplace We Love. I'm Russell Alker. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy these mini episodes, uh, I encourage you to please go over to Spotify or Apple and leave a rating or review because it really helps the show get a little bit more noticed, a little bit more recognition, and uh, yeah. We're still growing the show and uh, really would love your support in doing that. Take care. Thanks a lot.